All right, hello everybody. Welcome to episode five. I'm Kim. And I'm Sam. And this is Stop Running From This, a ghost adventure review podcast. Today we're at the Riddle House. And the description for this episode is, The ghost crew heads to Florida to investigate the Riddle House, formerly home to cemetery caretakers, now part of a historical village. With the help of a local psychic, the crew owns in on the grim past. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I actually want to go. Yeah, I really want to go. Except, except Florida. And if I'm in Florida, I'm going to Disney. And I'm just going to Disney. My yeah. great aunt isn't even in Florida anymore. I have no reason. I just go to Florida for Disney. I don't know anyone in Florida. My family's in Texas, and I don't even go to Texas for them. Sorry, Uncle Steve. Texas sounds tight, I guess. I mean, they're in Dallas. I kind of want to go to Austin. But Austin's I guess I could just cool. go to Brooklyn. Yeah, but Austin's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, one of my friends does, like, a treat yourself thing with her best friend. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they just pick a weekend, they treat themselves, and go to a different place in the U.S. each year. Oh. We should do that. that. We should do that. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> we're talking about the Riddle House, not our vacation plans. Yeah. Riddle House, not vacation plans. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's a cool little cul-de-sac, and they start off strong. Jumping right into um, the interviews. Yeah, I know. I have, like, nothing to say for the first, like, five to ten minutes. It took me a little while to figure out what was going on, because I am I guess I started out out of it. Uh. <laughs> I see your notes say, I missed this. I did. I we, had, this. we had a couple weeks hiatus um, to do the traveling, and you had your boyfriend visiting. My boyfriend was here. And me getting sick. And and we couldn't record earlier last week because then I was you got sick. I was not functioning. Yeah, no, we 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 had we had some things, but we're back and everything is fine. Everything's gonna be perfect. Everything is awesome. That movie's really good. You <laughs> can see it like a movie too. All right, they didn't so. pay for that, so cut that out. <laughs> So they're in the yesteryear village, and they're at the Riddle House, which was a funeral home that was moved from West Palm Beach to yesteryear village. And it's super haunted because A, funeral home, which I don't know why you'd haunt a funeral home, but whatever. And B, dude committed suicide there, which that I get why you'd haunt. Yeah, I don't think it's that people haunt funeral homes. I think it's that funeral homes just have a, a vibe. Maybe. Um, there's a book series I read that actually had, like, the best explanation for hauntings that I loved. Because uh, the girl was able to talk to oh, the ghost. Oh, this you keep trying to get me to yes. yes. And she's like, I love walking around cemeteries because cemeteries are super quiet because nobody wants to visit where they're buried. They want to go where they were living. And I'm like, that makes so much sense to me. Only got uh, ghosts at cemeteries. But cemeteries also have vibes. Yeah, so there was a funeral parlor and... And it, a residence. It was also a residence. Yeah, well, most funeral homes are residences outside of New York City. That is so weird to me, but I, I can I can get Like, that. I know we're not used to it because in New York City they tend to be separate establishments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's normally they're, like, attached to a home. Have you ever read Fun Home by Alison Bechtel? 
I have not. Well, she talks about growing up in a funeral home and because her dad is a funeral director. So outside of like New York, that's common. I mean, even in American Gods, uh, the Egyptian gods of death run a funeral home in like Arkansas or something. Yeah, I only got like three chapters into that one. It's, it's good. I just got distracted. It's okay because it's on HBO and it's wonderful because it's Chris, has Kristen Chenoweth as Easter, which fuck yeah. Yes. Even though she Easter. once shined a mirror in your eyes. Yes, that's my one claim to fame. <laughs> so, for my thirteenth birthday, we went to see Wicked, and it was the original cast, except it wasn't the original Fierro because he was out sick. It was his understudy or whatever. Um, and during popular, we're. Seventh Row Center, because mom got the tickets, not dad. Dad's cheap. Seventh Row Center, during popular, she has that mirror and she's playing with it. And she makes eye contact with me and shines, reflects the stage lights directly into my eyes and laughs as I sit there, you know, squinting in pain. It was really great. She's evil. I love her. (laughs) (laughs) When I was 13, she made my entire life. I okay. keep telling that story. I'm not 13 anymore. I haven't been 13. Oh, I've been... We're turning 28, yo. Yeah. Do you ever do math while you're talking and then stop talking? No. Okay. I do math every day. I don't have that luxury. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, so it was a funeral home. Also, it housed people, and the big thing, the reason why it's haunted, is not really so much because it's a funeral home, but one of their hired help committed suicide, yeah. and apparently now he's evil and still haunts it. Yeah, that was a weird thing, because when I tell you the story at the beginning, it's like, he had some financial problems, and apparently they were ongoing, and eventually he killed himself. Yeah, and also he hates ladders, and the American flag. They never, they never give a good explanation. For why yeah, they so they do say, it seems that they imply that there's some sort of oh, trade-off we'll happening with we'll the recruitment center. Or the recruitment center. Yeah, like, or like the house that was It's the house across the way. We'll get there because I, I had a giggle about that. Okay, because like, that's my next note. <laughs> oh, okay. So you didn't have how that woman called it an occupied house, which I think is the best way to, to describe a, a house that isn't being lived in but still has residents. No, I missed that, but I love it. Yeah, that's really my first note. Yeah, mine first note was uh, Joseph hates ladders. Yeah, apparently he used a ladder to help himself get hung. So now he hates ladders and if he sees a ladder, he'll move it or knock it over or make it go missing. I don't think that's hating ladders. I think that's like Dude, they say he hates ladders. I know. Whatever. So then uh, someone gets hit by a two-by-four that flew across the room on its own, which... Have I ever mentioned how happy I am that I have never seen an object, like, fly across a room by itself? Yeah, same here. And that That's a nope. That's a nope. That's a nope. Um, so then they mentioned that... What, so it's a cul-de-sac of historic houses, right? And yeah. The house across the way belonged to a Civil War captain, and apparently once it moved in, they had what I put in my notes as ghost wars? <laughs> See, I just assumed that, like, their ghosts were trading? Like, they would just move from location to location? Well, because he would say, like, one night, one day morning you'd open up 
Civil War house and it'd be trashed. And then the next morning you'd open up Riddle House and it would be trashed. So what I'm imagining is happening is that the ghost from Run House is going across the street being like, ha ha, fuck you, and just smashing their shit. Yeah, because- And then retaliation happens the next day. To me, that's the only explanation for why there'd be a thing about American flags in the Riddle House. Yeah. Because they don't give any other answers unless the guy, you know, committed suicide and also hated America. I don't know, maybe he was, like, a- Southern sympathizer? Maybe. Was the house built in 1820 or 1920? Does it matter? I mean, yes. Think about the South for a second. Does it really matter? Sorry, people in the South. Sorry. But it's also Florida. It's New York South. Do I have to remind you of Pensatucky? Okay. Uh, For those of you who do not know for some unknown reason... Pennsylvania or Pennsylvania, depending on your or, uh, mood, is this region in Pennsylvania that's very rural and thinks it's down south. People forget that Pennsylvania was just riddled with sundown towns back in the day. So anyway, so there's that, and then there they had like an anniversary thing where they were show. Oh, they had a media day. Sorry, where they were showing all these old photos of the Riddle House. And they kept seeing this couple that was impeccably dressed in Victorian era clothing. And, like, everybody saw them and interacted with them. So when they're doing the unveiling, they're looking for them. And they couldn't find them. And then they unveil the photos. And they're right there. They're in the photos. They're in the photo. And I'm just like, it is never brought up again. They never come up. But I thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I have a feeling this one to see what has changed. Like, oh, we found a photo. Let's see what's new. And, like, they're just chilling. And they're apparently a very nice couple in their 30s, impeccably dressed. They had just a blast. They had a day out at the historical cul-de-sac. Which, you know, cool. I would. Yeah. Nearly 30. But, yeah, and so after this, Zach goes, So was this village built for the living? Or the dead. And there was just so much side-eye. Oh, yeah. And then, like, he, he asked this to a guy who's just like, well, it was built for the living, but it's it's become accommodations for the dead. And I'm like, please tell me they gave you a second to come up with that before. Because if you came off that to not your head, you're a genius. Yeah, I think <laughs> that was the best answer. But Zach just, like, he really wanted it. He did. Just... I just, oh god, there was so much side eye. The lady who worked there, she had, um, she had a, a manager cut, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but she was super about, sweet. Yeah, she was super sweet. And she was talking about all of these things that happened to her. She had her hair grabbed. And, like, she still works there. So, I don't know. I don't know. Well, look at Jennifer. Jennifer, who's, like, the manager, I think? Curator. Has, the curator. That stuff happened to her. She still works there. I mean, yeah, but, like, she didn't have her hair grabbed. Yeah, you have a thing with hair grabbing. Yeah, I'm not into it. I was seriously waiting for her to say, someone grabbed my hair like that of a lover. Listen. <laughs> That's the best way to describe that particular hair grabbing. But, yeah, and she was, like, happy to work there, too. She's like, oh, yeah, these girls scare me. And she's smiling. She's like, yeah, but I like it here. Yeah. 
He's like, what happened once you got your hair grabbed? He's like, I left. And now I knock every time I come in. But I know I'm coming. And I'm like. And then she like giggled. And I'm like. She loves it. Yeah. Which, you know, like, I kind of appreciate that. Because I feel like that would be me. You, not me. Not I, you. Be You'd like, be like, nope. <laughs> I'd be like, I work, I work across the street now, so I can see it. And be like, ah, yes, what a wonderful place. But then not have to go inside. Yet you live in a haunted house. I can't move out. Just saying. But you also live in a haunted room in your haunted house. I'd be sharing a room with my sister. We're both adults now. It'd be weird. I mean, my mother and my aunt shared a room until my mother got married. Yeah, I don't know when I'm getting married, so... Neither did my mother and aunt! <laughs> it's okay. My mother was not married when she was my age. My, my roommate seems to have to be back, so... Oh, he missed you? I think so. Aww. It's been nice. It's... You and your roommate have a very interesting relationship. <laughs> It's like a living roommate, honestly. It really is. It's like having a living roommate, except you can't see this one, and they don't make a mess. Okay. So, afterwards, Zach's like, you know, I always a skeptic about this place, but I don't know, man. It seems like shit's going on. I was like, Zach, let's be real. Oh, oh, you forgot. He was talking about how all these buildings have death attached. Oh, them. yes! Dark death. And I'm like, like, yes, all these old buildings had people die in them. Yeah. Oh, surprise, surprise. That one was a Civil War captain's. You'd think maybe in a hundred years, people may have died in the house. Like, honestly, if you're not the first owner of your house, people probably died in that house. Yep. And even if you are the first owner of the house, people probably died on that land. People be dying. We're still not sure when my uh, house that I grew up in was built. There's two deeds on the property. Mm-hmm. One was for like 1850, mm-hmm. and the other one was for 1930. And we think the 1850 one was when the house was built, and the 1930 was the garage. Okay. I know mine was. 1940s, I think. Yeah, I looked it up recently. I still haven't been able to find information on the fire we were told happened in the house. Wait, what? Yeah. There was a fire in the attic, and I'm assuming it's the back half, you know, the half that I stay in, because the ceiling's different. Like, they patched it and did a bad job. Um. Yeah. I haven't been able to find any information on it, but we were told that there had been a fire and we bought it. Okay. In the attic. Um, Where I sleep. Sometimes it smells like smoke in there. Speaking of fires, the Riddle House also had a fire in it that we'll talk about later. Because there's a lot of shit that happened before we even get to the attic. Yeah, yeah. So, um, So anyway, so Zach's like, I'm a skeptic. I'm like, yeah, okay, Zach. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay, but as he's going in, he goes, I'm a, I think, honestly, I'll be honest with you. And I'm like, honestly? Tell me your honest opinion. <laughs> um, and he's like, it's like a village of the dead. He specifically <laughs> used the phrase village of the dead. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait until he goes to St. Mary. I think he goes to St. Mary's close at some point. Yes. 
to. If he doesn't, there's 13 seasons. Plus. No, no. They're on season 21 right oh now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You have to start going to weird places at some point. Like, well, I want to go to St. Mary's Close because it's fucking awesome. You don't want to come with me, do you? Y'all can't see this, but Sam <laughs> has a look of, like, pure fear on her face. I wouldn't say fear. I'd call it trepidation. So, uh, St. Mary's Close is a, um, underground village in Scotland. Yes. Where, um, plague victims were. <laughs> and there was a lot of death, and it, I mean, historically, it's really freaking cool! Architecturally, it's really cool, too, which is why I would want to go. But, like, there were a lot of dead people. Yeah. And Scotland is just awful. I know, but that must what make parts of what makes Scotland awesome. I mean, come on, there's a Pokemon game that's based there now. I'm so scared. We're so stuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, so clearly he has not been in St. Mary's Close if Yesteryear Village is a village of the dead. <sighs> he has such a way with words. Mm-hmm. A sure. bad way. <laughs> uh, he tries. So hard. He tries. I appreciate it. He's also very excited because they have their first psychic. I know. They bring in their first medium, and I'm so stoked. And she's super sweet. Her name is Sheila. She looks like someone's grandma. She does. And, like, she's really excited. And she's actually gets a lot right, which, like, made my skeptical little heart, like... Yeah. <laughs> no, I come from a place where I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very sure that psychics exist. I, I have an all. Yeah. I'm sure psychics exist. Is any given person who claims to be a psychic a psychic? Maybe. I don't know their life. See, I'm more of the, like, are there people who might be psychics? Maybe. There's a lot in this world that we don't know. Are all the people who claim to be psychics and are making money off of it psychics? Probs not. Not all of them. There's no way all of them. I mean, did you see John Oliver's episode? Last no. Oh, he goes after psychic media. So did Harry Houdini, my hero. No, 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 no. Like, he, like, tears in the shreds. But at the so same time... Harry Houdini, my hero. The, but at the same time, if a psychic is what gives you closure on a death, like, I'm not going to sit here and say your experience is invalid. If that's what you need to get closure, then you do you. Like, you do what you gotta do. I think some of them do want to help people. Yeah. I think other ones are totes doing this for a money grab. Yeah. It's like, I, I've i been very tempted to go visit a psychic. Well, go to Salem. There's tons of situations. Well, that's the thing. Like, I would need... I need references for whatever psychic I go to. See, I went with, to Salem with one of my friends. And yeah. she's very into psychics. I'm like, whatever... But I'm not going to tell her, like, bro, don't bother. I'm like, she's like, I'm going to go to the psychic thing. I'm like, okay, cool. So what's great is that all the psychic places were attached to a bookshop. So while she was, like, getting her reading, I was looking at books. So it was perfect. I bought so many things. Did I mention it was Halloween? <laughs> you really should go. I've never been to Salem. <gasps> what? I've never been to Salem. You don't want me. It's okay. We'll go and we'll bring my dad. Oh, my God. We'll go with my parents. <laughs> And uh, we'll go find a psychic. <laughs> we'll be fine. Mom's been terrified to visit a psychic since she was pregnant with me because she didn't want them to tell them something bad. 
You see, that's why I think about psychics too. Uh, oh, apparently a psychic did say she'd meet the love of her life shortly before meeting her da- my dad, and she laughed at them. <laughs> and then. Yeah, my parents met on a blind date and got engaged three days later because they're fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. They're happily married still. They're they're so cute together. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, if someone told me, yeah, so I just went on a blind date with this guy and now we're engaged, I'd be like, you can't marry a man you just met. Listen to Elsa if you don't <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> yeah, I... See, this is why Disney weddings never bothered me. Like, this just seemed normal to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, no. So, I messed up my dad. Because he was like, my mom was making my 90 day fiance jokes again. Uh, and he was like, well, I mean, mom and I, then I, I started talking to my dad. And we're like, oh yeah, mom and I got engaged after about eight months. And I'm like, well, I've been going out with Alex for 10. He goes, no, it's different. <laughs> It's okay, I've been going out with my Alex for how many years now? It's okay. I love him. And he loves you, so. I know. You guys are cute. Okay. He he deals with my insanity. (laughs) So, Sheila looks like someone's grandma and goes to the house and she um, immediately picks up Joseph's name. Yeah. She's talking about this guy. He was hired help, and he kind of feels like it's his house. And it starts with a hard J. When I say a hard J, it's not like a J in the middle. It's a J like Joseph. Actually, that's his name. His name is Joseph. And Zach's there like, Ooh. Yeah, in the voiceover, Zach's like, we, she doesn't know anything about this house. We told her nothing. <laughs> you can just see that Zach is trying to leave his skin. It's very funny. Yeah, and what's normal. actually kind of cool is that they intercut the tour of the psychic with the tour of the curator and the and they had done these separately like they did yeah. the tour of the curator first i think and then they did the tour of the psychic and the two of them had not met like the psychic and the curator had not met and so they would say the psychic would say something and then they go cut Don't, to the tour of the psychic the uh, curator yeah. and the curator would validate it which is really freaking cool that's, that's but also thing. like First of all, she's like, yeah, no, Joseph, he doesn't like that the house is moved. And honestly, I don't blame Joseph. I kind of get that. Like, if I'm nice and comfy in my home, and they just picked it up and moved it without my permission, now, no, he's dead. The house is no longer his. You have left this mortal coil. It is not, the house does not belong to the dead. It belongs to the living. But, But also, he was also just the hired help. It's not his house anyway. But... If I'm a resident of a place, and then one day that place is not the place it used to be, I'm going to be having issues. I'm going to be taking it up with my landlord. What landlord? <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I hate somebody. But yeah, so they're going through the house, and they go through the, to the children's room, and Zach, this bothered me, okay? Yeah. So Zach points out, like, that doll, that doll's creepy. And they zoom in the doll. It's not a doll. It's a mechanical bank. It's actually a ton of mechanical banks. And he goes on and on about how these dolls have creepy faces and like he's oh. not scared by much, but they creep him out. And we actually had to pause it. So I was like, bitch, that's not a doll. Then my friend, he's like, I'm okay with like occult shit, but not weird dolls. Oh, that's why I spelled dolls really wrong. Um <laughs> <coughs> 
That's okay. Frock. I like butcher provocation later in my notes. So it's all good. Oh, I just shortened it to frock. <laughs> um, but yeah. So my but, dad. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. My dad collects mechanical banks. So as soon as he pointed it out, I instantly knew which one it was. <laughs> um, and it's a mechanical bank of Theodore Roosevelt. And it's kind of cool because, like, you put a coin in his hand, he kind of throws it behind him into, like, a little chute. And it's, like, a line of mechanical banks. And thanks to my dad collecting them, I actually knew what most of them were. Even though, like, the ones they had were in kind of meh condition. Like, dads tend to be in better condition. I think some of them lose traction, which might be why. I'm like, that, Zach, that, that's not a doll of a bank. It, it's cast iron. It. I know you're creeped out, so you're probably not looking at it, but just because something looks like a toy does not mean it's a doll. They're banks. They're fu- they're fucking cool. I mean, you can look this up. If you look up Theodore Roosevelt, the mechanical bank, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's like Theodore Roosevelt sitting, and like he throws the coin behind him. It's really cool. And honestly, it wasn't that creepy. It was just dirty. Like, it's yeah, like it, was just, just, it was just old. Yeah. But um, we all know about Zach's thing with clowns and dolls. Which, fair. But it's funny because they're doing the. Um, to the me, interviews. it's funny because I'm just like, bitch, that's a bank. Yeah. <laughs> but they were doing the interviews, and spiky haired lady was like, oh, when you're in the baby's room, somebody watches you very closely. And then Sheila, the medium, is like, I'm very nervous and scared to go up there, and this room is the, the worst of it. And it's the baby's room. I was like, huh. Huh. See, I missed that because I was distracted by Link. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I was distracted by Zach being wrong. Yeah, no. Um, and then she goes into, like, the, the sense that she's getting there. Um, what goes, which is interesting, I think. Um, it's like, oh, it's like four men making accusations and yelling and whatever, whatever happened in the attic started here. I was like, the drama? Tell me about the drama. I love the drama. I so live for fun. drama. TNT. I know drama. <laughs> um, and then um, they do go straight to the attic from there. And I feel bad because she's at the bottom of the stairs and she's not even like really looking at the stairs. She's like, uh-uh. But she does it because she's a champ. I know. I'm like, I have my nose like, Sheila is super brave. Because you can see, she's like, I don't want to go up there, but I know if I don't go up there, I'm not going to find out what happened. So we're going up there. Because Sheila knows drama. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you go, Sheila. Yeah. So um, then she says that what had happened in, what had happened was, what had happened in the baby, the nursery. I'm just going to call it nursery because baby room sounds funny to me. What happened in the nursery was they were having an argument. Uh, the, this man had been accused of stealing. It wasn't him who did it. It was somebody wealthier who had done the stealing. And then eventually he comes upstairs and he kills himself in attics. Um, and she's, she's like, this guy likes to throw things. He doesn't like men. And then the clip that is so, so good. She's slightly off center in the frame and she's holding her head at a bit of a weird angle so she looks creepy she looks straight into well past the lens but she's it looks like she's looking straight at the camera at the audience and she goes 
we really don't like you the most. Now, who's holding the camera, Sam? Our sweet baby boy, Aaron. Yes. And so, like, they back out to Mick's camera, and she's pointing directly at Aaron. Yeah. Like, she and just Aaron's doesn't like Aaron. like, um, which I think we found the origin of Zach leaving Aaron alone everywhere. Because she says, he doesn't like you the most because you show fear the easiest. And he feeds off fear. Yeah, so I'm like, I think we found the origin of Zach leaving Aaron everywhere alone. My poor, my poor, poor. Which I think Zach's listening. <laughs> Yeah. So apparently in the most, actually not apparently because I saw the most recent episode, Zach goes on a little rant about how he's mad that everyone keeps making fun of him for leaving Aaron alone with. <laughs> and we know that someone on Ghost Adventures is familiar with our podcast because one of their psychics liked one of our Instagram posts. Which we have very good posts. So if you're not following our Instagram. You totally should. What's the handle, Kim? It is stop running from this podcast. Yeah. So look us up. It's good stuff. But yeah, no. So I was like, he's like, why do you always leave Aaron alone? Poor Aaron. Meh, 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 meh. <laughs> like in that exact voice, exactly like that. And it which it is, made my petty little heart so happy. Which is not what we sound like, for the record. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> we calling you out. <laughs> That's not what we sound like. He is our sweet baby boy, though. Be nice to he Aaron. is. Be nice to Aaron. Um. So then she says that he hung himself, and we go to the curator side. And she's like, yeah, so he hung himself actually right here, and we have in the Riddle Diaries, which I read too much Harry Potter. We have in the Riddle Diaries. <laughs> okay, it wasn't just me. Even no. <laughs> when I saw the episode titled The Riddle House, I'm like, Wait a second, are we in like the fifth book? I've had a Harry <laughs> I've had a Harry Potter twitch going this entire time. Um, in the diaries, several years after he hung himself, the attic caught fire in the same spot. And yes. you look up and those beams are fucking charred. Yeah, no, and she goes, I feel like he hung himself right there and points to the exact beam where he hung himself. And while this is happening, she's playing with her neck. Yeah, she's like, like she going feels the like there's something on she's it. Like, she's touching her neck. Mm. And she's like, well, I feel like this was a trauma death. Like she's just like massaging the shit out of her neck. And almost as if she feels something like, like you know, like when you're wearing your really tight t shirt and kind of like playing with it. Like it's like that type of motion. Oh, you know, like your necklace, maybe you're a little allergic to it. Maybe that's just me. Well, that's and, just you because you're allergic to gold. I've never had that. Yeah. You're allergic to it, so you're just trying to move it off of your skin. That's that's the motion she was doing. Um. So yeah, and then Sheila goes, "I think this man is evil." Yep. And Kim and I are here on the couch, like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> he set the attic on fire in the spot where he hung himself. <laughs> no, and, and she goes. He likes scaring people. So there's a window in the attic. He goes, he likes looking out this window and looking at people and scaring them. And I'm like, bro, I feel that. Same. Same. Hard same. Mood. So they go outside and Zach's like, okay, so since the ghost really doesn't like you, Aaron, like she specifically pointed out you, you're going to have to go in the attic alone tonight. You okay? And he's like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. I'll try it. It's fine. We'll do it. And like he looks kind of excited about it. 
But also at the same time, I'm like, oh, you're so new and innocent. You're like, yeah, no, I'll do it. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I'm like, oh, And then you have no idea what's coming. <laughs> She's so sweet, though. They're uh, all, like, so cute and innocent. They're so young. I know. I think they're, like, our age. And this- oh, God. The <laughs> Zach and Bicep have not reached their final form yet. <laughs> Are you saying that he has another evolution? Yeah, he does. So wait, hold up. Like, okay, so it, this is his prime, his first yeah. iteration. So we, we call this baby Zach. Yes. And then, so what would his second form be? I don't know, but t- the Tinder picture is his survival form. <laughs> <laughs> We're never gonna let go of this Tinder picture. No. Hey, my boyfriend, look at it. You did? <laughs> what did he say? He goes, oh. At some point, we'll have to put that on Instagram, by the way. If not, you can totally find it on the Ghost Adventures Reddit. I found it so fast. Just Googling. <laughs> if you haven't, taken a, take a look. And it's... it was a lot of people breaking on it. Um. So, back to the show. Before I think about that too long. So, so they go back to West Palm. Uh, to, to find where the like, yeah they go to the cemetery that the house also was next to a cemetery and they were the cemetery the cemetery keepers which makes sense like if yeah. you're running a funeral parlor like especially in like well, I guess West Palm at the time it was in like a small town like that yeah sense. it's a job I wanted as a kid I didn't know that yeah you're totally evil from Boston <laughs> you're not the first person to say this no it's not common to hear somebody be like yes I wanted to be a mortician when I was a kid. I wanted to be mortician when I was in high school, but that's when I found out it tends to be a lot of family-owned businesses, and if you don't know somebody, it's really hard to get into the biz. See, I thought you were going to say that's when I found out that I have to deal with dead bodies. No, that's like, whatever. Yeah, no, you're you're the epitome of April. <laughs> when you finally quit Parks and Rec, I need to show you that show. <laughs> okay, all right. Um... So there's there's a thunderstorm coming in, and she was wearing a very cute pink I cardigan. I loved her pink cardigan. It was so bright and so, and so happy. And they're in the she's cemetery. my favorite of their psychics right now. <laughs> she's so great. The storm comes in, and Zach's like, "Oh, head for cover!" And Kim reminded me of Pretty Equipment, not because he was also afraid of thunderstorms, which was my original guess. I was like, "Oh, is he afraid of thunderstorms too?" But he's right. Unless you have specifically waterproof equipment, you need to get that shit out that of That and room. also, it's like, there was lightning and stuff. It was like, just not safe. I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> there was also lightning, which he's right. They needed to like, find yeah. him somewhere. Um, but uh, as they're running for shelter, Sheila is giggling. <laughs> like a schoolgirl. She's having the time of her life. It's so great. I'm so... Like, in love with this woman. And Zach goes, like, wait, did you bring this with you? And she goes, no. He's like, I don't know. I'm new to the whole psychic thing. And I'm here, like, no, Zach, that's an entirely different set of abilities. <laughs> but he's so cute. And, like, he's so excited that, like, they had their first psychic. Like, he mentions it every single chance he gets. He's like, our first psychic. Yeah, I can only imagine how insufferable he must have been off camera. I think it was like a milestone for him. Yeah. Like, we're important enough that we actually get to use a psychic. We got a psychic? There was a psychic in the budget. There's bud- <laughs> we have a psychic budget now. Like, gosh. It's cute. It was actually cute. really cute. Um, 
And then but she, she found the original location. Like, she didn't know. She's like, I think it was here. Like, yeah, it was definitely here. And like, yeah, we went back to the records later on. And, and then, she was dead on. No, it was it on was that right corner. There. The best part is she doesn't just pinpoint the house. She pinpoints where the argument had been held on that property where the house had been. Which, like, damn. No, she was awesome. She was so on it. Um, mm. So then they go to the lockdown. And they have Vicky, who's one of the docents, I think. Yeah. Lock them in. With and their special new locks on three doors. They added three special locks because they're special. And they fist bump her on the way in. And it's so cute. They're like so happy. The fist bumps are quality content. It's almost like the beginning of a horror movie when they're like, everyone's still happy. And they're like, yeah, we're going to go to this place. It's going to be awesome. We'll wearing- see you in the morning, guys. <laughs> they're still wearing all their clothes. <laughs> well, hold up. Nick doesn't get undressed in this one. No, we don't have another Bobby Vacky situation on our hands. That first episode teases you so much. Well, I mean, poor Nick in that first episode. It's like, he can't even pee in peace. No. No. But I think that's the worst time he's had thus far. Yes. So then he gets in, and Zach immediately starts talking about how they're doing provocation because people have been hurt. And, like, he's going on way too long about it, and I'm like, this is in the past, so you couldn't have heard our podcast. We're making fun of you for provoking literally anything, but continue. Also, he's just, baby Zach is so cute. He's like, we're provoking because there are ladies here who are afraid to come to work because they were injured. I'm like, oh, you sweet baby boy. White knighting. He's, mm. It's adorable. It's kind of cute. And then they put a board on the stairs where it's obvious trip hazard um yeah and he continues to provoke he says there's no place for bullies the living or the dead i'm like you go zach there are no place for bullies no seriously there's like no place for bullies so we make like we make fun of aggressive veterans because we love it like we would never like like this this show takes a lot of effort and a lot of hard work and we do appreciate it yeah clearly this is comedy and this is a public um show so you know it's free game but we would never make fun of them as individual people no because we know that like part of this is they're playing a character like yeah like and i zach if you're really listening please don't take this personally i think you're probably a really small guy (laughs) and i don't want you to think that i don't think you're probably a really small guy anyway the reason why i mentioned this is zach does make points saying you know there's no place for boys and same here, like, seriously, if you are being bullied, tell somebody, there's, like, tell your parents, they're not going to be upset, tell an older person that you trust, be, and just don't bully, guys. Yeah. Don't. And if you can't tell your parents, because maybe your parents are fucking bullies, find a trusted adult, get out of that situation, just, it'll get better eventually, you just have to get there. I mean, we survived. Yeah. Um, but also, if you guys need someone to talk to, our email is stopburningpeacepodcast at gmail.com. You can totally email us. And if you don't want to email us, um, Seven Cups is a good free service where you'll be connected with people who can give you, you know, some, some tiny amount of talk therapy. So, yeah, seriously, guys, just use hey, your resources. It gets better. I promise. Yeah. Uh, we just wanted to make that clear. We are definitely a bully-free podcast. 
We don't we don't like bullies. We were bullied as kids. Uh-huh. Um, just it's just a giant no. Just don't go there. That just don't go there. Yeah, and if you feel the need to bully people, stop and think about what you're doing and why, and like work on yourself and move past those things. You can be a better person, and that's all we want from you. Okay, so, um. What, so, uh, after school special time over. Yes. Anyway, back to the ghosts and the adventures. So, Zach makes his whole speech about bullying, and then they hear somebody, they hear the front door open and somebody walking on the stairs, and they're fucking locked in. Like, yeah. that shit is padlocked from the outside. I mean, unfortunately, this is the beginning of the off-camera count, because they don't get that on camera because they were getting ready. They weren't even starting yet. Yeah, and the, one thing that's consistent in this episode is they have a lot of background music, and they keep hearing footsteps. I'm like, stop with the music, because I, I can't hear the footsteps, and I want to hear the footsteps. I think most of the footsteps weren't caught on camera. Maybe? I don't know. Because the music was really Because they subtle. caught everything else. Yeah. But, so yeah. So, Zach starts explaining the equipment, which I, I'm loving this. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, he start, starts explaining why they're using an EMF detector. And then... The two by four gets thrown. Oh, before that happens, so so you can understand where I was. It's Nick, I think, filming Aaron and Zach, but he since it's a small space, he's using the mirror to do it, and it's dark. He is filming into a mirror in the dark, and this is like my number one fear. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Please, if something moves in this mirror, I'm gonna pee on Kim's couch. <laughs> well, I'm happy nothing moved. <laughs> And as as I'm thinking that thought, the board on the stairs moves, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to die. And it was, because like, you hear that, it's loud, you oh see them place it, it's flat when they place it, yeah. and it had been on there long enough that it's not like it just fell. And they had been standing there for a while, it's not like they just walked out in the vibrations, they had been standing there, or filming into this mirror for long enough that I'm like, Already walking through what should happen if, like, a face pops up. You know? All the things that you think about when you're looking into a mirror in the middle of the night. I mean, I never do. It just, it doesn't stop. Yeah, it just keeps going. It keeps going. So, after they're, while they're investigating the board, the American flag they have in the funeral parlor falls. And that's when I realized that Zach's wearing something over his shoulder. Like, he's wearing a white tee. Looks good in the white tee. Wait, there's oh something my God, over so his shoulder. The white that, that white tee really accentuated his pecs and his biceps, and it's quite nice. It's not me this time. No, it's me. <laughs> it's very nice. It's very nice. We're here just like, yes, please continue this. <laughs> um, but he has something over his shoulder, and this, when he's bending over, is when I realize, holy shit, that's a rope. It's not just a rope. He's carrying a noose. He's carrying a noose over his shoulder like it ain't no thing. And I'm just like, what? Um, so yeah, so they're they're trying to figure out how he's complaining how cold it is. The flag falls over. It's just lying on the ground. He knocks it over a couple more times just to prove that it wasn't like it had to be that done. like it can't really fall based on the weightless position. And I'm sitting here like with the flag code in my head, like stop putting it on the floor. <laughs> Well, they're not putting it on the floor. They're trying to... I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. know. Oh my God. But also, <laughs> like, here's the thing. So she mentions that, like, oh yeah, we keep hearing cold spots. 
they take the ambient temperature of the building, and I don't know if there was no AC or if the AC wasn't on, but the average temperature was between like 84 and 89. Yeah. And they're getting, they would get cold spots in the 60s. Now, 20 degree temperature shift is not normal. Um, and it was, even if the air conditioning was on, it wouldn't have been close to 90 degrees in that room. Yeah, well, and then a house that old, I'm pretty sure they would not have added air conditioning, because that would be nice. I don't think they would story. have. Not only that, it wasn't worth, it wouldn't have been worth it, to be honest. No, and it's, it's Florida, and they mentioned it's summer, so it's not 60 degrees nowhere in Florida, unless you are pumping cold air in. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is hot, and it is humid as hell. It is sweaty. And sticky in his Satan's ball sack. Yes. It's and bad. So Zach's walking around, he goes, I don't go by feelings, but sometimes you're right. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Hey Zach. Like, oh, you wrote that down too? In my head is just the Jennifer Lawrence gift where she's like, mm-hmm, okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jam. <laughs> yeah. So then he was like, I don't feel right up here. And then starts lecturing this this uh entity about bullying like that is literally like that's um, his theme i don't for go this by episode. feelings i don't feel right up here let's launch into a too long lecture on bullying which again we've already stated bullying is bad we're on board with this it's just like straight into the theme of this sunday school special <laughs> Yeah, so Zach gets super angry because that's what Zach does. And they lock Aaron upstairs. Before you do that, as he's tying up the noose, he says, angrily, right? With anger in his heart. Uh, I'm not doing this because I have disrespect. I have disrespect for evil entities. There's that pause in there is just a comma. I'm not cutting things out. That's a direct quote. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, I'm like, okay, Zach. Okay. As he's doing a great job securing this really well-tied noose. It was like, it was a very well-made noose. I'm just going to go out there and say it. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, where did you get that? Did you tie it yourself? I have questions. Maybe Zach was a boy scout. Maybe. I mean, I know when I used to play with my Barbie dolls, I learned how to tie a noose. Wait, what? <laughs> Back up a second. When you played with your Barbie dolls, you learned... Can you, like, elaborate on that? Yes. While some people might play princesses, we played telenovela. <laughs> yeah, see, we had three Ken dolls. Actually, one was a Harvey. <gasps> one Hardy and two matching Ken dolls. They were identical, right? Well, so we had Ken dolls. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, someone had given me and my sister the same doll. Okay. So it wasn't like Ken in different clothing. No, it was Surfer Ken or whatever. So we had a lot of um, identical twin dating storylines yeah. and a lot of like cheating and. <laughs> It was really fun. <laughs> so where does a noose fall into this? Drama. So you learn how to tie a noose because of telenovela Barbie? Yes. What? <laughs> I also didn't Google this. I just sat there with a piece of rope until I figured it out. I mean, we were little kids. Google wasn't a 
thing yet. I also didn't go to the library. I did no research. I just knew what a noose looked like from school, I guess. <laughs> I knew it had to be a slip knot. <laughs> we were also left alone, like, alive. <laughs> I was also an only child. So yeah. was I, but... Like, you played telenovela. I played, like, Disney princess. <laughs> Modern day Disney princess. Well, yeah. then again, there's also that one story of the girl who, like, threw her Barbies in the death pit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, had, like, girls, like, the way that girls play with Barbies on TV and the way we actually play with Barbies is very different. <laughs> we also played, like, Dragon Rider and yes. Pokemon. But these all had very telenovela storylines. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, it was a well-timed news, is the thing. What, Sam once again proves that she's April Ludgate in real life. <laughs> Aaron is locked upstairs, and he is freaking out. He's like, bro, bro, you're gonna be right downstairs, right? Right? Like, you're not leaving me, right? He's like, we're gonna be downstairs. Like, right downstairs. Downstairs? <laughs> I mean, they're locked in. They're not leaving the building. Also, the the wording that was used in the voiceover was Aaron was nominated, <laughs> <laughs> which um I guess I guess Sheila nominated him. <laughs> oh my gosh! So he's setting up in the attic, and Nick and Zach are setting up in the parlor. Is this when Zach's like, yeah, so we're working on trying to get EVPs or ghost voices. I didn't even listen. I, 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 he said ghost voices. I didn't listen. <laughs> I think I have just cut that out of what my brain process is. It's like, even if he's electronic voice, not, you can even just say disembodied voices. Which is what most people say. Or they'll say voices that well, you I guess, hear. Well, you know, I guess, so think about how this was like, what, 2000? Well, we are older, but like think about when we started watching these shows. If you told me what disembodied was, I wouldn't know. But if you said a ghost voice, I'd be like, "Oh, okay." I think you're not giving yourself enough credit. We were both very advanced speakers. Yes, but I also started watching this type of thing when I was like eight. I was a very advanced <laughs> you know when we were playing the novella party. <laughs> I mean, granted, like we also I read Angels and Demons in seventh grade. Yeah, I was reading Lord of the Rings in the fifth grade. I couldn't get into Lord of the Rings. Oh, I read it all in one week. I used to steal like some of my mom's like murder mysteries, but I always steal my mom's murder mysteries. What is up with our moms and murder mysteries? Moms like murder mysteries. But yeah, so Aaron is up in the attic by himself. Uh Nick and Zach are downstairs. Aaron is totally scared. Like he's scared of his own shadow. It is adorable. Yeah. And I'm not being hyperbolic, I mean, literally, he gets scared of his he own his shadow. shadow and he, had, he moves his arm to make sure it's his, and he's like, whew, spooked by my own shadow. Yeah, it was cute. Um, but yeah, he starts off really simple, and he explains how a recorder is very calmly and very kindly, and he's like, I don't want to be harmed. And I'm like, oh, hold my heart. Meanwhile, Zach and Nick are downstairs, and something gets thrown in the kitchen, and Zach is terrified. You can hear it in his voice. Like, his voice is shaking. What the fuck was that, bro? What was that, Nick? He's like, Nick, what's on the ground? What's on the ground? And like, I'm not making fun of him. Like, you can hear his voice. He was terrified. And I don't blame him because he knows Nick is upstairs. Sorry, not Nick. Aaron's upstairs. Nick is next to him. There is no one else in this house. And you can hear on the camera audio, 
it sounds like something is thrown. And he's also worried because that's where all their equipment is. Yeah, like if you compare the audio of his voice from the rattlesnake incident to the audio of his voice when he's asking Nick, what the fuck was that? It's the same. <laughs> the fear is palpable. And I do not blame him. Mm. And he's like, Nick, what is that? What is that? And Nick's like, bro, I'm trying to find out. But you gotta calm down. <laughs> Like, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Nick is so chill in this moment. It's it's really nice. It really contrasts with Zach, who, like, I'm very surprised he's keeping this camera steady. Because he sounds like he's shaking. But no, Miss Aaron be like, why don't you like me? No, I get to that later. He's just up there. Because as all this is happening downstairs, they cut up to Aaron a couple of times. And Aaron's trying to do provocation. He's like, I really hate this. And he's like, do you like me? Do you hate me? And he's just so cute. He goes, is this where you hung yourself? Oh, I don't like asking that question at all. He's, he's adorable. Yeah, so um, they say that the, the thing that fell in the kitchen sounded to them like a kettle pot. To me, it sounded like an empty equipment box. It sounded like something just being thrown to the ground. Yeah. Um, like, of a, of a size, though. I don't want to make it sound like it was like... Then they hear banging, they hear footsteps in the stairwell. And when they go to there, there's the clothing is moving on the hook coat. Yeah, I missed that because when they're switching cameras, they're shining the flashlight. I saw it very briefly. And it's like, because he's about to call back, he's trying to call Nick back to show him. And then they hear screaming upstairs. Because Aaron's upstairs recording. And something motherfucking moved behind Aaron. Yeah, so he's he's there. He's like, why did you hang yourself? Oh, that's another bad question. And as he's, like, trying to provoke, he's making these faces. You can tell he doesn't want to. He doesn't like it. He's not comfortable. And he goes, ooh, I don't feel good. Are you mad at me? Do you like me? And then then the things happen. There's Because there's an ex-camera pointed at him. And behind him, there's a bunch of stuff. He's in the attic. And it looks like there's like a box that just gets pushed over it's, behind him. Yeah, it's it's a bird cage because when they did the repeat up there, I could tell. Oh, that's clearly a bird cage, and it sounds like a bird cage. It makes a a nice clatter, and um, he starts fucking screaming. Which I same, don't blame him. Same. So um, this is a part that. Cutting-wise, I didn't really like because they have him saying, you know, his audio and then they have the audio repeated from their perspective downstairs. See, I actually appreciate that because it put it temporally placed everything. Yes, and I appreciate it from a temporal placement, but having the same line repeated multiple times because they kept jumping back and forth was a little disorienting. Yeah, but Aaron running the fuck out of the attic, I was like 100% here for him. Like, nope, nope, you run. You get the fuck out of there. But then he comes back downstairs. He's out of breath. And Zach is like, what's happening? And Aaron's like, I was asking stupid questions like you do. No, I was asking the stupid questions, man. Like the shit you asked. Like, how did you die? <laughs> and it was just great. <laughs> how did you die? But yeah, so then after this, they just hear noises everywhere. Like, there's banging everywhere, there's noises everywhere. They catch EVPs, 
And oh, yeah, they get an EVP in the nursery. So what they do is they just place X cans everywhere. They just place all the X cans like everywhere. Because so, it's happening in rooms that they're not in or directly behind Aaron where it can scare the motherfuckers to So then the night's over. They get unlocked. And the kid's like, so how'd it go? And they just look dead inside. Uh, <laughs> Zach's like, it doesn't like men, man. It doesn't like men. He goes, there's something in that attic and they write, it doesn't like men. And Vicky's just like, okay. <laughs> he repeats. It doesn't, doesn't like men. <laughs> like they just looked dead. Like when I made the shell shocked. Like when I made the horror movie comparison earlier, like it is accurate. It's like the beginning when they're all excited, and then the end when everything's done and everyone just looks like PTSD. Like what the fuck happened? That's what Aaron, Nick, and Zach looked like. They walked Some out. processing is going on there, and I kind of wish at the end of that that they didn't just cut it with that. That it had added like a little highlight reel of all the things that happened. But I feel like that might have come off as too comedy. I don't think it's even that. I think they ran out of time. Yeah. Because they do some... They go back for some... Do they do analysis in this one? No, they don't do any no, they analysis don't. Okay. in this one. But they do review the bird cage falling. Oh, which is good. Because you can see almost like... It lifts a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone's... Mo- like It looks like someone's moving it. Didn't apply enough force. And then has to add a little bit more. And, and you can hear it, like, in the audio. It's not just a clatter. It's like a, a scrape clatter. And, and it's, just oh my God. to emphasize, Aaron was nowhere near this thing. And he's sitting so still. So it's not like he knocked it over or anything. He's sitting still. And when this happens, um, Zach and Nick had just sat back down in the parlor. They weren't on the stairwell anymore. They had set themselves back down. They're like, okay, let's do this again. And then you just hear Aaron screaming, Oh my god! Oh my god! Guys! Guys! So, Nick's ass wasn't even in the chair yet. Okay. So, for the record, I was telling Sam, I think this was the episode that inspired me to make this podcast. And now we're here. Because I just remember, it was either this one or the next one. There's an episode where Zach's like, this meant I had to go into the attic alone. And I'm like, I need someone to watch this shit with me. Um, I thought it was this one. But this episode in and of itself is just magical. First of all, they get a lot of awesome, like, shit's happening. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's, it's like not, Blair Witch Project insane, yo. Yeah, it's not one of the ones where they're all sitting around and they're like, and, I mean, there's an orb. Um, it's one where they they don't even have to go to orbs. There's, like, clear shit. Yeah, it's good. Although my favorite is so when Zach's like, I don't put much stock in feelings. I'm just like, throwing. Freaking every episode, except this one. Aaron's the one who doesn't feel good in this one. Well, he doesn't feel good right before the birdcage gets yeah. knocked over, which is just so, great. It's not just, I don't feel good out of nowhere. Uh, the only, Zach's only bad feeling was he was just constantly cold, which I like that uh, whatever was doing those cold spots was, like, right on top of Zach the entire time. Because that's what I would do. I'd be like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You want to talk some shit? Let's talk some shit. <laughs> um, but this episode was great. From the atmospheric thunderstorm. Oh, it's so good. To their first psychic, guys! <laughs> Which I make fun of Zach for being super excited, but we were super excited, oh my gosh, too. So, like, can Sheila be my grandma? I'm ready. I know. Like, Sheila, we love you. 
Sheila was just the best, and she was super sweet, and she had a bright pink sweater, and it was just great. And she was just so happy to be there. I I like Sheila. I like Sheila a lot. She was cool. Let's see what else. I think. I mean, that's the end of the episode. They yeah. ended on it. Really doesn't like men. I no, it's just great. It's like just Zach shell shock. It really doesn't like men, which makes me think there was more that you didn't show. Yeah. My my note because I'm snarky. My last note was it definitely didn't like you, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's about it for this episode. That's the Riddle House. Not the Tom Marvolo Riddle House. No, the John Riddle House. Riddle. Riddle House. <laughs> the John Riddle House in Yesteryear Village in Florida. Um, it was actually a really good episode. It's so good. It like, was like a really enjoyable episode. Um, if you didn't watch last episode for the Rattlesnakes. Oh, God. You should watch that one. But if you want to watch one for not laughing at Zach being afraid of snakes, which is a legitimate fear, rattlesnakes can kill you. You know, if you knew what a rattlesnake was. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's this episode of the Stop Writing From This Podcast, a Ghost Adventures review podcast. We're on Instagram at Stop Writing From This Podcast. Yes. We're on Twitter at S R F. T podcast. Stop running from this. And our Gmail, our email account is stop running from this at gmail. Stop running from this podcast. Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Get it. Stop running from this podcast at There's gmail. There's a theme. It's the name <laughs> of the podcast, y'all. Stop but running yeah. from this podcast. Um, Embrace the podcast. Embrace it. Stop running. <laughs> stop running. Just we're great, we promise. Uh, but yeah, so thank you so much for our or joining us, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, email us your comments, rate and review us on iTunes. You can also catch us on Spotify and our website, which I promise I will actually get an about us page and all that stuff sorted out eventually. Well, we is pictures of ourselves in there. We probably should. Um, our website is stop running from this podcast dot blueberry dot net. We'll graduate to a real website one day. Yeah, when we make our Patreon, we give us money. You know, the thing that we keep saying that we need to do for like a month? Yeah. Yeah. If you want to give us money and want us to have a Patreon, let us know. So it's not just the two of us being like, man, a Patreon would be neat. (laughs) Uh, Yes, just send us an email um, at stopwritingfromthispodcast at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Twitter. We take DMs. Yeah, our DMs are open. Don't be weird. No dick pics. No dick pics. Please no dick pics. Just, just please no dick pics. That's sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the show. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next week. So the next episode is the former psychiatric hospital. Oh, this is going to be fun. In northern New Jersey. Ooh, cool. Oh, that's close. <gasps> Does that mean field trip? No. Oh, obviously not field trip before then because we have shit to do. Yeah. But maybe eventually? Maybe. After Eastern State? Oh, gosh. I love how we haven't even gotten to that episode yet and you're just like, no, please, no. no." I've watched at least five different paranormal shows about Eastern State. I've read stuff about Eastern State. I've listened to podcasts about Eastern State. 
for someone who does not want to go there, I've done a lot of research on Eastern State just by accident. It's one of those big ones. I went when I was in college. It was actually really cool. I've heard it's gorgeous. Yeah, we need to go and take pictures. Yeah. Yay. Pictures. Come on! It'll be fun! Next episode is a former psychiatric hospital <laughs> in northern New Jersey. So, hold yeah. on to your pants. Okay, so next week is the former psychiatric hospital in northern New Jersey. We won't do a field trip, Sam. Okay. Plus, I think it's abandoned, and that's kind of illegal. We trespass. Yeah, don't trespass. <laughs> don't do illegal things. No trespassing, guys. No drugs. No illegal things. Only follow laws. Only follow just laws. Only follow laws. Okay. You know, just watch Ghost Adventures do all this shit. Yeah. Let them do the wacky stuff. Yeah, let them do the adventurous stuff. We'll just sit here and watch and make fun of them. It's fine. Yeah. It's all good. All right. So join us next week for that. Thank you so much again for listening, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. I mean, I know when I used to play with my Barbie dolls, I learned how to tie a noose. Wait, what?